0: Yeah. Hello, how are you? Yo, I'm good, how are you?
1: I'm doing awesome, fantastic. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, we made it to happy New Year, uh, happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, everybody level up. We all made it, so we all get to level up to, I don't know what level we're on now. Way You're too right. high, infinity, infinity times 30 is like the level that we're on right now, so... Alright, so switch born Luke. I won't give the last name out so people won't stalk you. <laughs> oh, um, <God. laughs> a native of Vancouver Island, is that is that true? A native yes. of Vancouver Island?
0: Yeah, wow. I lived here my whole life.
1: I mean how much more beautiful can it get than there?
0: Oh, it's a really nice place, like it's uh scenic, you know.
1: Yeah, no, it's beautiful, right? Whales and stuff, right? Is oh, that yeah. like whale watching?
0: Yeah, we, we we have uh, we even get to see um, what are those things called? Uh, you know what they're oh, called? Sea lions, sea lions and stuff. So we got you know all types of wildlife.
1: Yeah. Sea lions are nasty though. Like when I went to San Francisco on a very brief trip and they had sea lions all throughout that area on there, on the pier out there in San Francisco and they were mean oh, they and are, nasty. Yeah, they are. They're loud yeah. too. They they're, yeah. they're loud. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean like if I had, if I could have a moat around my house and like I couldn't get the frozen llama situation that I really want. I think sea lions would be, like, a superior idea for, like, second in choice to just keep people. You know, keep out of my shit, people. Days, Louise man. Like, what is so interesting in my yard? Like, I don't know. There's something they're not telling me. Yeah, there's something about my yard that people aren't telling you. They're going to some portal somewhere. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they won't come back. So that'd be okay, too.
0: They know something you don't know
1: yeah but that's okay because maybe i don't need to know it you know it's like maybe it's good i don't know it <laughs> maybe it is Maybe it is. so okay we're gonna start here with a couple things and um i want to say hi to your girl i can't remember her name but her name hi is, yeah,
0: her name's tara she's, she's
1: here. hi tara yeah that's right you got really nice boots for christmas you should give them a big hug for that you did a good job right. Uh, <laughs> all right so um and we're, we're going to start here, but we're going to we're going to go all over the place. So just like buckle up, and here we go. Exactly. So in all right, so 2018 in hip hop Canada, they quote you as saying, "My music is about the situations I have been in, or the way I feel. It is not all literal, of course, but none of it is dis disingenuous or fake. It's my perception, interpretation of the world around me. Is that is that your quote? Yes. Did they quote you right? Yeah, I said that. All right. So what, what is your perception? How you see things? How do you think your perception is different from, oh, I don't know. I'm going to go with 99% of the population. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I think I think that
0: everybody's perception is different, you know what I mean, of, of, of really anything, you know. So I think with me, like I'm very uh, – I'm not very – black or white, I'm very gray thinker. So like a lot of my music, I don't really take a lot of sides and I don't really, um, I don't really, there's not a lot of certainty in my music. A common theme is like uncertainty and not knowing what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I don't really, I don't really try to preach, you know, I don't don't know any better than anything else.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is like by not trying to preach, you actually are teaching, which, you know, is amazing because when people go into that all like, you know, listen to me because I live this shit and follow, follow me when they're like, when they're like being all egotistical about yeah. it, that's when I'm like, holy shit, fuck you. I don't want nothing to do with that, you know, like give me the person who is telling me their story and humbly yeah. saying, Look how I screwed up and don't, don't do this, man. If you can avoid this, don't do this. Yeah,
0: that's that's the Um, thing about it, right, is, like, yeah, if you're going to tell the good side, you got to tell the bad side, too.
1: Well, you got to balance it, you know? I mean, like, some years are a little greater than other years, but, like, in a five-year plan, it's all going to balance out to, like, 100%, you -hmm. know? It's all going to fit into place, and, you know, it's going to be like, all right, well, that makes sense to Mm -hmm. me. So... I I don't know I don't know how old you are. I know you just had a birthday and it doesn't really matter to me cuz age is like kind of super irrelevant when it comes to like um epiphany moments in your life yeah. and stuff that, you know, stuff that forever affects you. And it appears that like one of the epiphany moments of your young life was being introduced to Tupac.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely <coughs> listened to Tupac at a pretty young age. <coughs>
1: and so like how How did he, like, okay, so to me, from what I can hear, like in the way that you spin your words and just your vocabulary alone, it's like you are um, either very well-read, a robot, or you have an IQ that we don't need to talk about because it would probably actually intimidate a lot of people. So whichever one of those choices you want to go with, either way, we'll just leave it at the fact that, yeah, you're you're, you're definitely wired a little – a little differently than most which is in my opinion yeah. awesome but like so at 10 or 11 and i am thinking back to Tupac and we have a we have you know like a binary age difference here even though like I, I totally relate to your to your music like in a huge way um but what song most influenced you from Tupac at that young age that made you go yep that's I me i really
0: like the song blast for me by tupac that was one of the first songs i heard that that really spoke to me because I, I don't remember, you know, I grew up like not, not really religious and neither my parents are, I would, you know, religious, but my grandfather is like a priest. So like oh. my grandfather, my grandmother are really religious. So there was like a little bit of religion in my earlier life, like I was baptized and whatnot. And when I heard that song, mm-hmm. that song questions religion a lot. And it kind of, it kind of like, you know, really made me think, I don't know, just like to, it was probably the first time I heard someone talking about the things that, like, that song talks about holy things in a way that is, uh, you know, quote-unquote blasphemous, and it does it, like, purposely. Like, for example, he has a line where he's like, you know, they say Moses split the sea, I, I split the blunt and rolled roll the fat one, I'm deadly, or, you know, Moses split the red sea. So it's just, you know, that, that that kind of stuff really stuck with me because it's like, damn, I've never – I've heard people say these words before, but I've never heard them, like, say them in a negative, you know, context or, you know, portray them this way. So that was just like, kind of opened uh, my mind, you know. Uh, and there's a lot of, like, religious stuff in my music I really like to
1: – Oh, yeah, no, we can talk about that for sure. That's – I got a whole page of something. questions <laughs> all around that. So, yeah, we were definitely going to go there. But that wasn't that's, – that's an interesting Tupac song. I mean, it also says that you were, excuse me, in, influenced by Big Pun, whom I don't know who that is, and uh, Woontag Clan, which when I look back on the time that they were popular, is a lot better than, I guess, um, TLC or, uh, oh my God, there was some really bad music coming out yeah. around this time. So, wow, you were fortunate that they didn't like introduce you to like, oh, I don't know, Mariah Carey. or. Well, it's or, funny, like, know, anyway, the way it but... happened was like,
0: <laughs> I kind of started i started listening to my own you know kind of hip-hop just whatever i would see on tv or whatever but then as my one of my mom's friends had a son who was quite a bit older than me he was probably like probably like 10 or 11 years older than me at the time but he he was listening to hip-hop like really heavy and then he just kind of i guess i guess he had kind of figured out limewire and all that you know this is around that time so he didn't really have much use for cds and he just and i had a walkman that was kind of my way to listen to music so he he gave yeah. me like twenty five or thirty rap CDs and Big Pun was one of them because wow. like I wasn't even you know I I was a like the day the year Tupac died was the I think the year I was born so like I you know I wasn't actually around you know there what we mean? Go. yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, like that, yeah. you know, those first kind of 20, 25 CDs really shaped, like, you know what I mean? The way.
1: Wow. That's, that, definitely. that's like score if it's good music. Yeah. Now, I mean, if it had been like, oh my God, it could have been yeah. so many bad things like, uh, you know, like Cinderella or like Poison. Not that they don't have their place in music history, really- but it, it could have gone a Badly different direction for yeah, you. Well,
0: there definitely some of them I like more than others, right? Like there's not, He gave me, like, 20 CDs. Right. But I remember Big Pun was one of them that I – it was really scratched, I remember, but I still listen to it all the time. You know what I mean? So, like,
1: I it's kind of it. like
0: just a little smorgasbord That's- of, like, different –
1: that's that's funny. See, what at one point in time, back in the day, when I lived back east in Connecticut, and I was like a record collector, mm-hmm. like vinyl. And it one day, I came on this box of all this like classic Frank Sinatra, like I mean, like stuff that you never ever see, and seventy um, eight, and I mean, like everything. And I was just like. Oh my god and to me that was like score because you know I was accepted to Juilliard on a tuba scholarship oh. back in my day and um things happened I didn't get to go there so yeah so the music thing is like key mm-hmm. to me you know so um So that's cool. All right so yeah let's let's just jump into it then. So um a lot of your songs you talk about mm-hmm. demons you also talk a lot mm-hmm. about god and you also talk a lot about pharmaceutical Mm -hmm. drugs do you think now and if you've listened to my show at all you know my feeling on medication and um what i think it does to people but Mm -hmm. i'll leave that open right now so do you think that your pharmaceuticals can become your demons
0: big time i mean just like um I don't abuse any pharmaceuticals anymore. I am on pharmaceuticals. Uh, I'm on serotonin, neuroepinephrine reuptake inhibitors, but that's for, uh, yeah, that's for yeah. my pain disorder. So that's not even like, right. I didn't seek that medication out for mental health reasons, but I was on, right. like right. I've been on, you know, t- I've been on Xanax, like prescribed legally. I've been on um, Ativan prescribed legally and I've been on, uh, what's the other one? Um, Ser. Ser- no.
1: I wanted to talk to you about the Circle. I wanted to talk to you about the Sarah, yeah, the Sarah, I to to about the Sarah because I, I, when I read that line, cause that's in your song, oh. um, hold of my soul with slain, which we're going to talk about because when I listened to that last night, when I was like totally binging you, um, I like shivers up and down my spine when that song started. And I must've put that on repeat mm-hmm. like 18 times, literally. And I was like going to, I was going to write all the words out so I could like, like, you know, give it to the listeners, but I'm like, guys, just go and find him on Spotify or go find him at wherever you get your music from and download running with scissors and download. Uh, what is this other one? Um, oh, dirt on my hand is awesome too. So download that one, download Cleopatra's nose, just go so crazy and download the shit because you're going to find that you relate this guy, like, Crazy. He gets the medication shit. He gets the addiction shit. He gets the mental health, and he has somehow created music around it, which is like unbelievable. So, um, there you go. That's just my two cents here. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> I sleep eat on my Seracol. Is what the problem is with me and Seracol, yeah. and um, like, so it's, it's yeah, it's supposed to be keeping me alive, right? And like, you know, making me sleep, which it makes me sleep, but then it screws up my whole other body schedule and system. And it's just a pain. I hate my medication. It's just a pain in the ass. So, um, but yeah, so the Seroquel, I I know people that have over have abused Seroquel and I actually Mm -hmm. overdose on trazodone. So don't think I don't know like how it can overtake you, but what I want to know your experience on Seroquel because for you to just specifically out that one. And it was like, Oh my God! This guy gets it. Like I was just like floored. Yeah, so, so sorry, sorry. And, and you, no, you go ahead. And I was just gonna say. And have you ever been impatient if you just wanted to tie yeah, those I've together? I've
0: Patient, um, a few times, uh, three times. Uh, and this the Seroquel thing. My, I've actually never been prescribed mm-hmm. Seroquel. I had just taken it like as a come down drug from like a stimulants so I got my you. experience with it once was i was uh with i was hanging out with a couple people and one of the people i was with had it you know a prescription for it. actually they had a couple fucking prescriptions for it and they were taking it and they took it like you know regularly and i remember a buddy of mine <laughs> took it and I remember I took like a like a quarter one. It was the first time I'd ever taken one. I took like a quarter one and I was just, and I remember, look, cause I, you know, I took all types of drugs to come down and, and none of them, you know, none of them. Right. And this one really worked. And I remember looking at my buddy and he looks at me and he goes, he's like,
1: he's like uh, this
0: is better than the blow, man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this isn't bad. And then after that point, obviously I bought some. I like, just, just come down drugs so I never was prescribed it like I never used it um, routinely I just used it like but it definitely makes you sleepy and dizzy driving on it
1: oh I I wouldn't even attempt to do that like I call it knockout drops and like I quarter what I'm supposed to take on a nightly basis on top of it and it's like this is just like zombification you might as well just give me you know just give me thorazine if you're gonna do anything because jeez but yeah, so I mean, that stuck. Out. I did catch the Ativan, um, the Ativan, ter- um, in one of the one of the songs. Like I said, yeah, I binged but, no, on Ativan your shit, so it's like
0: in my life. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Again, I can't use Ativan in any shape or form anymore because I'll just abuse it. But I, I really, really do. uh I, I appreciate what Ativan does. So the first time I was given Ativan was because I went to the hospital because I was having a panic attack and they gave me one of those and it just like changed my whole life. Cause I was like, holy shit, like panic attacks are optional. You know what I mean? Like uh, I can just, you know, I can just, right. but then I remember I, I was like living with my parents at the time. And like, I came home from the hospital cause they drove me to the hospital and then they like brought me back to their place. And they were like, uh, you know, I remember my mom, like hiding them from me because like, I just kept like, you Know what I mean because I just kept, going. Oh, I didn't even think of them because I got I to be do. a doctor, so I didn't even really think of them like you know, a drug, I just thought of them as like it was like perfect for me because I yep. had panic attacks, you know what I mean? And oh man,
1: yeah, it's just medicine for you, but yeah, it's medicine. I, I wound up selling my serical last time around for mm-hmm. I actually was treating it out for hot. Awesome. so um, but now that it's weed, weed is legal in Arizona finally, um, oh, that all that game playing will be done with weed finally so um all right so here's another quote and um sure. i'm sure that you're going to recognize it and it says have faith even if it's blind faith yeah. faith? what is faith, uh, what is faith well, to it, you to
0: me i guess like my whole thing on that is that i think all faith is blind faith like the the very idea of uh like have you ever seen uh there's a comedian uh and you know like i even though i don't appreciate a lot of his actions like i, I do think he's very funny that louis ck guy mm-hmm. he, he has a routine where he talks about mm-hmm. uh, even a double-edged sword is a, or even a single-edged sword is a double-edged sword because you know on one side <laughs> it's sharp and on the other side it's kind of you know just shitty right and and that's how i feel about yep. like blind faith like all faith yep. faith is believing in something and to me it's believing in something you can't see right like having faith having uh, having uh-huh. confidence without you know real reason you know what i mean like just just pursuing pursuing something cuz you're passionate uh-huh. about it was kind of my you know even if there's no real logical reason that you have the, you know what i mean that for for that faith you know it doesn't mean yeah. that faith is is wrong right so that that's
1: Yeah exactly exactly and like, in some of the songs that you talk about too and you're like what I, what are you basing this opinion on anyway? Because there's no basis of anything yeah. because it's all your own opinion and what you believe is think. And, and we're all different. I, I was going to write that line down about like, well, if you're agreeing with something and I'm agreeing with something then there's something yeah. wrong here because we're nothing alike. And it's like, Oh shit. Like I, I like laughed. I was like, Oh man, I've been there. I definitely had that moment where it's like, Oh my God, I need to uh, take a step back from this circle. And yeah, th- yeah. What is happening, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So I just, like, dropped a lot of lyrics, but I don't, I can't necessarily say what songs they came from. But when all you go to Spotify and find him, which is the easiest one to find him, and then go to YouTube once you know what you're looking for. um, He's got playlists up there and all kinds of stuff on Spotify, and you'll know where these lines are dropping from, and you will relate to them. So was your, okay, so, there's a lot of songs about demons. You're not, you know, you're not the only guy that wrote a song about demons. And I know my, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. tech nine has a couple out and I think oh, yeah. jelly rolls is a popular um,
0: theme for sure.
1: Uh, probably. Yeah. Um, but for those of us who may have at one point or another crossed a line of possible, no return and actually may have hung mm-hmm. out with demons. Um, maybe yes. you know just allegedly right um have you have you um been to that movie where you might have actually yeah, definitely like demon? you
0: know it, it's such a my whole thing with it was like I guess my my main like the one I know my demons is kind of the song where I go the most in depth and like I guess what I'm talking about is like self-awareness like it you know you have to know, uh, like, you know, that mm-hmm. saying a problem defined is a is a problem half solved, right? Like you, you need to know what's going on before right. you can exactly. tackle it. So that's kind of how I've, you know, been able to stay. I've been able to realize the way my mind works and, and that's how I've been able to survive it. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I know my demons, you know what I mean? I know them. I know what, they're, what tricks they're going to try to play. I know how they work. You know what I mean? That kind of thing, you know?
1: Right. And. But, and you wrote that this year, or that came out this year, um, with Hold of My Soul. Yeah, same, uh, was that uh, the Hold same EP? Those two came out together, or not? On, I know no. My
0: humans, I think was on uh, Another Way.
1: Okay. There, there you go. And I also wrote that another Hold song on. here, which I, so I'm just jumping all over the place. But um, Hemlock. Hemlock is um, pretty amazing, man. I, uh, I highly suggest people dig a little bit further mm-hmm. back yeah. into the uh, catalog and find that colors is the one that I actually heard first and I don't remember even where I found it and uh, oh I don't have because you commented on my dog on Instagram and I was like who is this and I looked it up and I was like oh he's got music and colors was like the one that came up like the suggestion and I was like wait a minute you know but depression is blue and anxiety wait a minute Whoa, whoa 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 what is this dude talking about and I was like Shit. He gets this shit, you know, because you can't write about it and be as convincing if you're just playing. I mean, it's just it's obvious that you've been through some shit in your life and um you're sober since sober three years, years, almost four years now.
0: I still smoke a lot of weed, but other than that
1: Yeah. Yeah, whatever. We were going to talk about that because I was like, we 2018 legal in Canada is like a huge asterisk. And it's like, <laughs> how did that change your life? And I, I know how that changed your life, but how how did that legal? change your well, life you when know, it became honestly, legal? I thought it was
0: going to change my life a lot more than it did. Because I, I guess I do generally speaking feel less anxiety you know being high when i'm just like you know what i mean in public you know or even like you know but Mm -hmm. at the same time like i still get my weed from all the same places you know what i'm saying like i don't i i actually don't buy my weed legally because you know your weed is super 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 expensive you know what i mean so Yeah, it's, oh, it's gonna be taxed. We, oh and yeah, so just, it's gonna be taxed. Weed, Yeah, I mean? and we can grow our own weed. You're allowed to have like four plants, I think it is. So mm-hmm. we just do that, and like that, that works way really better for me. You know, so this it's definitely like I think it's a good thing. You know, at first I was mad, skeptical. I was like, oh, what are they gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, but you know what, man? Like, it's for the best. People aren't getting arrested for this shit anymore. You know what I mean? So I think it's a good thing. Right. To grow, right?
1: I think that weed had yeah. uh, weed should always have been legal anyway. I mean, I've been a criminal of yeah, that uh, since probably pre-birth, <laughs> you know. Because it's like, what is up with this? Why is this like so? Why is this a big deal when I don't know? I think people that are just general assholes to other people should yeah. be arrested far before somebody that has a joint. But you know, that yeah. just makes logical sense. But um, <laughs> so um, let's see. And then I wrote down here, this is kind of, I kind of answered my question, but it's like, how do you think, and then Mm. I go, in parentheses, I put in color, because song colors. And then I put, but do you think in music, um, tones come with color or emotions or, um, like when you're, okay, so I'm going to tie this together. The the underlying piano that you have in your stuff is like, Mm. that's like my, it just gets me. I love that. I love that. I love that ever since like early hip hop, you know, when um, they, they throw the piano in there, where does that come from? Is it like, is, is your, is your family uh, full of musical geniuses or are you like anomaly robot, the right? anomaly oh. <laughs> uh, or
0: I'm definitely the only, uh, the only hip hop artist. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, hip hop. But I mean, like, as far as like, did, you know, did grandma, grandpa play, like, you know, organ in the church or they in the choir or? I really
0: liked words and I used to write stories and stuff. And I used to write little songs even like before I really listened to hip hop. I wrote little, like, rock songs and shit when I was, like, you know, five, six years old. So I've just always liked writing, you know, making music out of words.
1: I think that's awesome. So, I mean, so you obviously, so when you were like in kindergarten, Did you know that you were, like, thinking way above the other kid next to you trying to, like, write the letter B in red? Like, you were already, like,
0: you are already beyond that. It's all subjective, right? Like, I may may think that, like, you know, I understand. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand this or I understand that, but I didn't really do that well in school. I did uh, end up going to university, and I did pretty well there but I I didn't do well in high school or really all the school. I mean, I remember like doing tests, like, you know, they thought I had learning disabilities and I just wasn't really, I've never really had a lot of uh been yeah. excited about school, even when I was in university. That's
1: so weird. Like, Where did you go to university? Cause I'm going to send you a copy of my notes. I'm going to like, I'm going to, um, I'll send you a copy of them. Because right in the middle of the second page, I'm like, <laughs> bored as fuck. <laughs> That's what I put for school. I put for school. Bored as fuck. So I was like, I already knew it because you were like already so beyond that. I was bored in school too, but school was a way for me not to have to be home, which was a nightmare for me. So school was better for me to mm-hmm. excel at and like, you know, do all state for Tuba and all this mm-hmm. crazy shit that I did in high school. But um, yeah, So so where... What influence that something had to have influenced you with that that underlying piano? I mean, I think I think it doesn't that, come out of nowhere. Yeah, They're just not I like composing music. I like, not I mean, everybody I like sad gets it
0: dark. You know what I mean? Those are my. I think a lot of the beats I yes. use or end up yeah. using are just are just sad beats. You know what I mean? I try to do the kind of newer stuff you know what i'm saying like I, I i tried and i but i just i like the boom bap dark you know what i mean either it either sound i want it to sound like a sad movie or a horror movie you know
1: yeah <laughs> Yo, yeah, well yeah you're succeeding at it you're not trying it you're, you're very it's, it's coming through that way and i love it i can't think of like the name of the band now like um old yeah. old dirty old dirty bastard odb um He's got a couple songs with that, like, Mm -hmm. off-key, dissonant, you know, um, like, minor sevenths, you know, like, and I just, I love that shit. I I miss having a piano, man. I'm like, there's just so much shit since I moved to Arizona that I've given up and changed and stuff I miss. I I miss having a piano, but if I moved a piano in here, it would crash right through my trailer floor. And then... (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it would be very ineffective. Um, so this year, due to COVID, you're due you're supposed to tour, um, and yeah, thank you, COVID, and that didn't happen. But you did do a, a virtual live on Facebook, which for for you know for what it was and the amount of planning you put into it actually actually. did did really well it's
0: just like at the studio that i record at and we just kind of set it up and you know what i mean did like a you know uh facebook kind of show and that was like a grant so that one was through creative dc and then the other one i did was actually at a venue uh just a venue called the uh the the duncan garage showroom and that was like live streamed through their website and through my and but that was it as far as yeah, because COVID just took uh took everything you know else in terms of yeah, a couple people toured you know what I mean um people trying yeah. to go with the restrictions and and whatnot. But uh, I see my sister like quite often, and she has a um she has no spleen. She has like a, a really really at risk immune system because she was like very sick when she was younger. So she, I can't really like you know what I'm saying. Like you know I I, I uh-huh. really need to watch it. You know what I'm saying in terms of uh, exposing myself to it.
1: right right absolutely totally and i totally get that and um cheers sister uh, you know high five good job um so yeah so um so you're you've been clean now for a little while and you can tell a difference in the music and it seems like the most recent stuff you put out is kind of like a a reflection of kind of like wow, I used to be that, but you know what? The memory isn't quite as bright as it used to be, and it's kind of fading, and I'm becoming mm-hmm. much more of this person over here and much less of that person over there, but this person that I'm becoming less of is still important in everything that I want to get to yeah, from this point like forward.
0: I Would you agree that with that? Even though, even though I don't rap like about... I still rap about drugs a lot. Even though I don't use drugs, and I and I do that because I think about drugs a lot, and drugs are still very much a part of my life because I'm in recovery. I know people who still struggle with their drug addictions. You know what I mean. I have a lot Mm -hmm. of friends who are still in and out of you know the program and all of that. So, you know, yeah, drugs make it. You know, they make it their way into my thought patterns. Therefore, they make their their way into my music. You know what I mean. And. I've heard, I've heard people make comments like, Oh, you know, why are you talking about that Mm -hmm. so often? And you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't know, you know, why don't you ask my brain like why that's popping up so much? You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, I don't think you're glorifying it though. Like so much Mm. like um, backwards. I have asterisks around that. Um, That's kind of like a totally reflective, like, I know I could screw up, keep it green type of thing. Like any moment, I just focus a little less on my recovery is the one moment that the, that the demon, there we go. The demon crawls back in and I'm doomed. You know, I get that. I'm, I'm sober from alcohol for uh, for
0: you. How old am I? Oh my God. God, Like 16 years. Holy shit.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I went into the hospital, I was having a nervous, I, I was trying to quit suicide and I, it was my 40th birthday and I was having like an, a major nervous breakdown and um, I'm overdosing and wow. they are like, your liver's at like 2% function. And I was like, it's so much, yeah, I was like so out of it, so delusional and just so far gone that I like had no, I, I, I was not in reality and it was like, what? And they're like, yeah. And then, you know, a couple months later after like re, you know rehab and the halfway house and the sober house and the all that stuff they make you go through for a while. I was like, "It, it wow. You know? And then I had to go out and yeah. test it just once just to make sure, you know, that they were right. And um, I mean, I didn't like die, but the pain and agony I went through on that one sip of beer was like, Oh my God, they're not joking. I can never do this again. And I had an issue with cocaine twice because i couldn't just be sure the first time around i was really an addict so i had to go back into it a second time just Uh, to confirm the fact that cocaine will kill me so that's a
0: big one with addicts is like they'll they'll do a drug and they'll have a bad relationship with it and then they'll be like i need to stop doing this but then they'll you know fuck around with another drug as if the the same thing's not going to happen
1: yep right exactly and I mean I guess for some people I actually I don't know like for me I've learned in my head that I, I just shut shit down like there's a, a barrier that I slam between them and I don't know if it's just because I've been through so much therapy or I'm just so sick of being sick that I'm just like this is easier just to slam yeah, this gate yeah. down on this right here and not you know it's just gone it's finished yeah and and I've done that you with everything like since I, since I got sober it's it, yeah. Oh, you are too a little bit. So there we go. But, um, yeah, since I got sober, like that's been, you know, my deal. Yo,
0: sorry. I can't hear All you. It's like, hella so
1: um, is there anything that you want to promote? Like,
0: hello. Okay. Hold on a little bit.
1: Hello. Is that better?
0: Oh shit. All right. Well, it's we'll, like we'll, we'll finish it up real quick here, here and then, um, oh, maybe we go. We'll... that's way better. That's way better.
1: Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, cool, cool. So, um you've done a ton of collabs with, you know, producers and other artists and um Cleopatra's nose would be your latest Killer, collab Killer and Priest. um remind me who the person is that you collab with on that? Killer Priest. So, do you um and and you've done a ton of other collabs in the past. I mean, when I looked at the list of people mm-hmm. that you've worked with, I mean, it must have been like 37 people that a recognizable names and it's like mm-hmm. I mean, Mercury's was one of them, and I was like, "No shit, really?" And like, you know, so what do you get out of like? Okay, so you do solo music, you create your own stuff. When you go into a collab, how um, well, what do you do? How do you how place it, your function within of, uh, a collaboration?
0: if uh, which obviously this hasn't happened very often recently because of COVID but sometimes it's organic to the point where you're literally with the person so it's like oh hey like yo what's up you know you're in the studio you hear a beat you know what i mean you both sit down you write your stuff and and you know you (laughs) come up with something and that's like obviously my favorite and the most ideal way to do it but nowadays because of you know who i'm working with a lot of the artists i work with are from the states or from different provinces a lot of it or 99 percent of it's done over the internet so that depends on like sometimes right. i'll just start a song and then i'll write like you know say a verse and a chorus or even maybe just a verse or even maybe just a chorus and i'll kind of get stuck and and then i'll just kind of start thinking like you know maybe i'll send this over to so and so and then that'll kind of get me you know because not everything not every beat inspires me to write an entire song some of them i'm just like oh i'll, I'll you know write a little bit to that or and then sometimes it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's the opposite. They send me something with their stuff on it. And then I go after them and I'm like, and that's always good. Cause it's like, okay, you know, like, for example, for hold of my soul, Slain sent me his verse first. And then he says, when it starts, he's like, I got a hold of my soul mm. in my soul. So then I hadn't written anything yet. So that's when I was like, oh, I'm going to make that like the theme of the song. So that's why I start the song. And I start my verse with being like, I got a hold of my soul. Because da, 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 that's how where I got it. Right. Like he said it first and that kind of gave it a theme. Right. So, you know, it all. And then right. I realized what he was talking about was like dependency. But he was talking about dependency in terms of like relationships. So I was like, okay, I can't uh, in my current you know state really relate to like heartbreak and all that because I'm in like a really happy relationship. But let me just do my dependency on drugs because I can always tap into that and I know. Yeah, what you're like. lucky. You know what I mean. So I did that, and then he did dependency on like you know more so uh, relationship, and it yep. kind of gave the song a theme. So like. Yeah, it's always it's always different, but I just like it because it's just I, I like listening to music with uh, with more than one artist. As much as I may like one artist, if I, I can't really listen to too many albums that are just you know no features, like I like to hear other people. I you know what I mean?
1: That's interesting. Do you think that um, it's because mm-hmm. of like the tonal. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with music theory here for a minute. I, the tonal like add addition to somebody else, like say, you know, right, so a hold of my soul when you two come together, and it's like you like the high high low lows type things, you know, but like how it's all balanced in between, and it almost creates like its own tonality mm-hmm. above and beyond what the seven the seven major chords are, like it, it, like it reaches a, a an ephemer, you know, ephemeral transcends like regular like regular music mm-hmm. you know yeah. like, it becomes bigger than that like it, it's like it's do it's, you know what i'm trying to say it's like it, it uh, like do you when you're creating something do you ever like get that and like and like get that like choked up like oh my god what did i just create here like what like do you feel that in your own music or do you get that through other people's musics of like that yeah, like total definitely. like like, like punch in the stomach like oh my god it hits you
0: so hard listen to You'll, someone and i'm yeah. like yeah, you know, this doesn't sound like anyone else. Like, uh, I uh, that's a that's a big, you know, that's when I that's kind of when I start liking an artist is like, oh, word, like, what is this? Sometimes I don't even like it at first. Like, it'll be like, what is this? This is what is this doesn't sound like anything else, you know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, but now you got my attention, right, right. and actually, yeah, this is kind of unique. So, like, being yeah, unique is like, so, and sometimes when I make stuff, you know what happens most often is like, I'll write things in the moment and then I'll kind of forget about it or whatever. And then I'll go back and be like, and be like, actually, this is pretty crazy. Like, I didn't really realize what I had here, you know, but.
1: Yeah, I get that. I understand that. Totally. I do. I I totally get that. And it's like, Oh my God, all these snippets of everything. And it's like, wow, it makes sense now and piece it together. I, I get that. So do you think in music, like, when you're like having an everyday conversation, you know, wherever, like when you, when you're talking, what, what yeah, are you seeing yeah. when I you're talking like to I people? Get, I mean, th- I get th- a lot you understand what I mean by that?
0: Conversations, like just, you know, what someone might say or what I might say to someone or even like, you know, uh, people's own, like what, how, uh, people's own kind of coping mechanisms, like, if people if, if i know if, if i'm listening to someone and i'm kind of like huh like what you're in denial uh-huh. like in my head what i'm thinking you know or whatever then that'll might maybe make its way into like you know what i mean something you know, <laughs> you know what i mean like i just just other people's behavior it's like super super inspiring you know? I, do, like, oh, I, Lord, totally I do. i see what you're doing there and whatever but like yeah when i don't know I, i'm like huh. an audio guy you know i, I remember like Everything that I, I remember most of the things that I hear and I don't remember like much of what I see or I don't remember really anything if I read it but like if I hear it like I definitely it definitely stays with me you know what I mean so, like,
1: right yeah I do I totally understand that i I totally absolutely understand that so um do you have anything coming up any virtual shows planned yeah. um any now that there's a vaccine for COVID, um, yeah, um, you know, maybe hoping, there I'm might hoping, be some kind of summer festival uh, situation going on. I'm up hoping in, like up in probably
0: the- about two or three months, like March kind of thing, I'm talking. Hoping that maybe we can, you know, get the uh, the Alberta tour going on again. It really depends. It's either like a BC tour to start the year or an Alberta tour to start the year. And it kind of just depends on because COVID's way worse in Alberta right now than it is in BC. And that's where I was planning on going. Like, that's where I have my bookings right now that I can just, uh, like, that's what we did all the planning for. But, but yeah, definitely like, Great. I'm definitely gonna tour when I can. But in the meantime, I'm just gonna keep releasing material. Like, you know, the thing about COVID is that. It gives uh it gives artists a lot more time to like fo- you know touring is like you're chasing money, you know, and, and it's you don't really get time to create right you're just like you're <laughs> going there, you're going over your stuff you're pre- you know when I'm like touring I gotta exactly go over my stuff a certain amount of time every day and then I gotta you know I wanna like you know you gotta drive there you gotta do sound check and then I don't like to hang out at the venue so I wanna go out and get something to eat. you don't have much time in my my experience to Mm -hmm. like write and record and you know what i mean so covid's really really good for that like i i've gotten so much more material together you know i do
1: i do oh dude you've been like nothing but prolific this year i mean how you've put out so much stuff that's why it was like i was gonna go out my album and it was just like just go to spotify and check them out because i it will the whole interview Mm. will there's a lot there and then when you go to youtube there's some older yeah. stuff um a couple rap a couple rap wars from like 10 years ago or something like that there's some <laughs> yeah there's some interesting stuff i was looking for like your kindergarten you know um showcase before yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, you're going to be like rapping out some like you know sugar no, hill or something was, like that yeah I, I didn't, but find, it's all been, it's all I didn't find that so um <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you got good lawyers you got real good lawyers <laughs> Okay, so um
0: Word. Yeah, so just uh leave in, it with like, the listeners. Uh, um anything that you wanna promote where in, they can find you? Scissors, what? type in switch another way, type in switch, try harder, switch slain even, like you know, that'll lead to any of my channels on YouTube, iTunes, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever, you know what I mean? And yeah, I'm I'm you know, available all you gotta do is click the follow mm-hmm. button or click the subscribe button and then when I put out music, you know, you'll see it.
1: there you go and if you want him to do a private concert for you hit him up there you guys can negotiate a price i don't know nothing about that you know whatever you can uh, negotiate in a canadian bud as far as i'm concerned but hey whatever just the suggestion um (laughs) so yeah so um i'm gonna be back in touch i mean we're friends and all and we're you know we're we're families from different countries and all that um but uh, i want to i definitely want to keep on promoting you and um I'm telling you, if Spotify would let me put your stuff on, which it does let me play your music, but it only, you know, then it only networks to Spotify. It doesn't go to any of the other podcasting networks, which is kind of really bullshit. Um, I would, I would promote this with one of your songs, but I'm just going to say everybody go. Yeah, just go find him. Um, I don't care which order you go in. Everything is good. You're going to find nuggets on everything. Um, So, and and watch out for that piano, man. It's got to grab that will will not let go. So to switch in uh Tara, I Lord, wish you guys the happiest of new year's. I hope that everything that we all hope for this year happens that we hate uh, it's epic and that we stay humble amongst our successes. All right, man. So you have a good rest. You're welcome. Lord, You're welcome. Lord, uh, Thank you for coming on. Have a good rest of your day. Lord, I'm man. going to go to chocolate moose cake right now in uh, gorge on my birthday. <laughs> so, uh, Thank you. Thank you. All right. and You guys have a great rest of your week. I'll I'll be in touch with you. Hi, this is Dawn Shireen of Dancing with Bipolar. As we all know, COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. There are a few ways to help lower the spread of this respiratory disease, however. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your face, including your mouth, nose, and eyes. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Stay home and away from other sick people except for medical care. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov/covid19. That's cdc.gov/covid19. Thank you.